Hagel much boys better. are the best at that. No doubt. I am not. Last time, my brother it. needed a do-over. He did. That's that wasn't my best scenes. one, but it'll, it'll do. I like. That's... I just. I like to change it up every time. It'll you do. do. Welcome yeah. back, Scott Welcome Odom. You haven't back. been on the podcast this year. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> 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 You're like a hostile witness. You're already just edgy today. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh huh. No, going... I was. No, we've we've been <laughs> a little been a lot busy. Going on. Been a little busy in the new year. Been so every time, unfortunately, the podcast came up, I was moving trailers or in storage or. Well, we did relocate the yeah. whole operation. That's no, kind of yeah, a big yeah, deal. Yeah. John Hagler here. You know a lot about that. I do. Been right up in the middle yep. of it. I do. Absolutely. And our special guest today, the one, the only, <laughs> Spud Lance. Spud Wilson. Spud, Hello. go ahead and give us your Christian name. James Wilson. There you go. What? Nobody knows that. You didn't know that? I never knew that. That came out during no. uh, one Sinbad. of the comedians. Or no, uh, Michael Jr. Michael, Michael Jr. Jr. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. James. Well, nobody knows that. Don't call me James unless I owe you money. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, maybe I've missed this, but where did Spud come from? Oh, that's a good way to start because I think just about everybody who knows you knows you as Spud. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Because you look nothing like a potato. Thank you. It was, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I was in the seventh, nice seventh grade. And the baseball wow. team was practicing, and that's when the Russian Sputniks were flying around. Yeah. And my uncle, who— um, You played against Babe Ruth? He did. <laughs> liked to indulge with a few alcoholic beverages. Sure. And he started calling me Sputnik at the ah, baseball field. Okay. And the team just thought it was funny, and they just started went from Sputnik to Spud, and just been that way but since the seventh grade. You— where did he get Spudnik from? Because you look nothing like a satellite or a Russian. But it was the thing then. It was everybody yeah. talking. Yeah, it was the buzz. Yeah. I had a nickname when I played baseball, but it's not appropriate <laughs> for this podcast. Let's not say it. Though. Well, I was going to say that a girl left me for a Spud one time, and I don't mean a potato. There was another person nicknamed Spud. <laughs> that really was one of my Weird. first girlfriends broke really? up with me because she liked this guy named Spud, but it wasn't Spud Wilson. That's was it right. Spud McKenzie? I don't know. <laughs> That's the only other Spud I'd ever heard of. <laughs> this was junior high school. So. A long time ago. Where was That's that at, John? Ridgewood Middle. No, it's called Junior High then. Ridgewood Junior High. Where was where's Ridgewood? That's over there in the south side of Shreveport. Oh, that's the right. South that's right. Side yes. of Shreveport. That's right. So thank you for downloading this episode today, dear listener. Spud is a character, a living legend. You actually have a park named no. after you now. Community. You Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. yeah I was there. Where have you been? Have a park. Evan was there. I don't pay attention. <laughs> Tell us that I'm story. Sorry. I didn't know anything about it. It was uh, the family park in Dogwood. Oh, well, that I makes sense. every day. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. I, I would name that park after you. And your oh, kids got in on it and they surprised you and Sur- named very it after much you. you were there. I was. Yeah. They told me. And I couldn't figure out why you were there. <laughs> But makes more sense now. I, I just thought, well, you know, the pool was opening that day, right. and I thought, well, Evan's just bringing the kids over right. to go swimming. And well, we I came to think, see you, Spud. Yeah, yeah it was a, quite us. a shock. It was very humbling. I can like, tell you that. Who do you contact to get a park named after you? Leslie, nope. <laughs> Parks and Recreation. Like, no, who I don't... do you go to? Like, who? Because I'm, I'm assuming, and I may be wrong, but that particular park in dogwood is is a private park it's part of the homeowners association right so I guess that i am a go, member of yeah you would have to go did yeah. you vote did you vote for spud on that? i had no say in it <laughs> first of all i, <laughs> imagine, I would have voted yes i imagine like three people showed up at that meeting yeah right maybe four all spud I, fans yeah 100 yes. yeah. i well, think he, he loaded the ballot well he, he gives ice cream <laughs> yeah chip mitchell today in staff meeting realized it's an election year yeah, today. A little bit of a late adopter there, Chip. <laughs> a lot of election time. Well, it's, it's January. It's they the beginning of the year. had the but, Iowa caucus. Yeah. It's a big deal. Gee whiz. Gee whiz. Well, That's not what to, we're talking about. I'm just about. trying to be nicer. 
okay. vote for Spud. And I'm still I'm trying to figure out how to get a park named after me. That's what you oh, really yeah, okay. Really. Now I see where you're going with yeah. this. If you know how to get a park named the Scott Odom, or do you want to be the Jonathan Odom park? Mm, how about John Odom? That sounds more like official. That sounds like that would be a statue somewhere. Please send us an yeah. email. Oh, we'd we've to got to get a statue of you somewhere. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we can make a statue and just drop it anywhere. Oh. You can. Let's make a statue oh, of we... him falling down at the yeah. movie theater. Oh, last what night. a good transition. <laughs> Professional you know broadcaster John Hagler. He wasn't there. No, I knew about you falling down at the, one of the mission trips. So let's recap. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Before we get to this. <laughs> because I don't oh I remember that yeah when I fell I yeah, fell your in, memory uh, is not the best person Honduras though. fell yeah. in the hole five minutes after they said hey don't in fall the in the hole <laughs> yeah you fall a lot of places but we won't go there oh, I fell in a junkyard <laughs> yeah I got video Yikes. of that yep oh, uh, but yeah last uh, last night uh, although if you're listening to this days from now that wasn't last that's night that's right we're anyway. recording on Monday a yeah. little peek yeah. behind the curtain but a little Sunday uh, we were we had Back to the Future night at uh, the boardwalk and Spud we, couldn't even get a ticket no, no get how a did ticket. that Sold happen out. Spud we apologize I didn't know it was really going to sell out that well, quick you, twice uh, I mean he's you know he didn't have a park named after him so he, we could have gotten him a ticket he's got some pull <laughs> well, that's also <laughs> be honest he doesn't have the internet either so it's kind of hard <laughs> to order you don't have the internet that's right I don't I am ADD on AOL what? <laughs> you don't have the internet? We do at home. I'm oh, just not. He doesn't want to use it. I'm not oh, familiar with. He it. pay. He, he called wow. the Regal Theater and sat on the line until it got <laughs> exactly. to the point. You're talking about a guy that gives us tithe in the form of a money order. So what exactly. does that say? That's true. Where do you get? Thank you for tithing. Yes, we Where appreciate that. Where do you find that. a money order? Oh, you can get money orders anywhere. Wow. Yeah. I I had the only time I've ever used a money order was I think 20 years ago when I had to pay. My first month's rent with a money order because that's the only way they would accept it. And then after that, for some reason, they let me pay with a check. Yeah, yeah, but I have gone up. I do a certified, certified oh. money from the bank money order oh. from the Step bank it up, now. Son. Oh. Yeah, my apologies. So, I didn't know that that trip. so you go through the trouble of standing <laughs> in line. Scott, I'm retired. I don't have nothing else to do. Well, there you go. That's Maybe he wants to like. engage yeah. with the teller. Exactly. But you know what you Speak do, Spud? A lot of good. Because That's right. you went and delivered <laughs> snack bags today. Yeah, we Yesterday, did. Yesterday, we had a great day. Thank you. Everybody helped fill 1,800 bags. Oh, it was That's great. a lot of bags. And you were a community uh, pastor. Is that still your title? We calling you that? Oh, I don't have any idea we'll about that. We'll still go with that because you were helping. I tell you what, those, you call them a community pastor? Yeah. How about just community guy? Sure. Yeah. Community guy. But those boys from Park, from Benton. That they shout out Benton Soccer. Wow. Yes. Yep. They were you. a little scared when I was pulling the uh, pulling the pallets off the truck because it was a very small lift gate. And so it definitely took some interesting maneuvering. And they were all just standing there watching me. And I'm like, hey, guys, this thing falls. It's going to fall on y'all. And they're like, oh, yeah, let me move out of the way then. You kind of have a reputation, too. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I hadn't fallen yet that day. <laughs> that, that, day. that day. That's right. But for anybody that was not there, we get to fill these snack bags. They go to local schools. Yeah, Bud, you're the one that's actually boots on the ground, distributing them, taking Ooh, them. You have relationships. That's right. Yeah. So we appreciate that. wearing tennis shoes. He is wearing tennis but shoes. you weren't very popular when you started, when you came by and started taking down those heaters that we had either. Well, but chilly. here's the problem with that. I understand that, but um, I had to put those heaters on a truck that had a wooden roof. <laughs> and uh, the top of those heaters oh. are metal. And uh, though I know I wasn't popular, but I wasn't going to argue with anybody because, hey, I don't want to burn down a truck. Did you borrow? Yeah, because I borrowed... <laughs> 
because we borrowed the truck and the heaters, and I didn't want to. And we borrowed it from Eagle Truck of Shreveport, yeah. Louisiana. Thank you, our yeah. sponsor, yeah. Eagle and, Trucking. That's right. And those heaters, by the way, have propane bottles in them, so that'd have been quite the explosion in the old boardwalk. <laughs> so, would have been a forgive me for turning your heat off a little early. But I didn't want everyone to die. That's right. So, Spud, how did you get started going and taking the stuff to the schools? How did all that happen for you? Because you were in a video oh. a couple of weeks ago sharing some of your story. But that's what we're here to talk well, about. Well, we've been doing that for, gosh, I don't know, eight, nine years, ten years maybe. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> doing something. <laughs> yeah. Scott. But that was just so, you know, when I first started working with the schools, I didn't realize that there were actually kids in Bossier Parish that didn't have a food for the weekend. Mm. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. In my Scott, defense, I thought we started like with Robin. like you just woke up. No, no. I thought we started that with Robin. Did we no, start no, that with Bill? No, no, no we started no. with, well, Bri uh, Brian was the original. we had the wow. four different. But the snack bags came later. We didn't oh, start that. As, okay. He's talking about helping and doing stuff in school. Oh, no, in no. See, schools, I was thinking yeah. I was going snack bags I'm tracking specifically. Yeah. I'm sorry. See, yeah. Evan knew. I'm with you. Thank yeah. you. I know how to interpret Scott. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. <laughs> so being in the schools, helping do that, Spud, you yeah. are not necessarily someone who, when you were maybe 10, 15 years ago, pre-Simple Church, that you would have thought, this guy's going to work with schools and be in ministry one day, helping and doing stuff. Is that a fair assessment? That's a very fair That's assessment. Right. Evan. So you yes, shared sir. some of the story, but tell us how you got to Simple Church. The video is great. You can go on our YouTube channel, check it out. Justin showed it in the service. Your joke got a big laugh in our theater. It was a hit. <laughs> but tell us how you got to Simple Church to start doing all this. Well, I hadn't been to church since 1969. You remember the year. Why'd you wow. leave in 1969? Well, I got a divorce. Yeah, that'll and, do it. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> did you back then, especially? Did yeah. you buy a six string from the five and dime? <laughs> Just curious. Sorry, you're in rare form. Oh, that's there. right. You're Post lunch. You had a good lunch. <laughs> yeah, and then I just I just quit going, and yeah. um, I don't blame you. I guess it was like one of those old country songs I used to listen to. I was thinking that you know, heaven don't wait for only those who congregate. I because heard I, it, I'll take your word. Wait, because, wait. <laughs> what song is that from? It's a Don Williams song, and he was saying, "Wow, I don't believe that heaven waits for only those who congregate." So I took that as my motto, and even though I would pray at night sometimes, but it it wasn't there. Yeah, I mean it was just a forest, and people just. My daughters asked me if I wanted to go to church. Whitney and Brandon. Hold on. So from 1969 to what year? Ooh. Well, I've been at Simple Church for 13, 14. So, so 2009-ish? Yeah, 9-ish. The start of 07, yeah. So. Yeah. So almost 40 years. You didn't wow. go, didn't step foot in a church? No, sir. Didn't no, want sir. to. No wow. interest. That's no. crazy. So how, what made you change your mind? What got you to Simple Church? Well, Justin was... Getting the ice cream truck over to a lot of events, and we were got to know Justin and through the neighborhood. let's just fill in, in case the two people listening don't know, you are an ice cream man. You own an ice cream <laughs> truck. <laughs> you are the yes. ice cream man, premier for yes. this area. He and is. he just asked me, and then Brandy was involved at First Baptist, and she knew about the Simple Church and Justin coming over. And so her and Whitney, I told them, I said, okay, if y'all will go with me, I'll go. Because Justin had asked me several times to come, and I just— just couldn't do it but something was wrong in here and i told him if you'll go with me i'll go and we went to the theater and never life's never been the same That's since awesome. that first day and i haven't unless we're on vacation or i'm sick or something i don't i don't miss 
Oh, that is true. And you've basement. sat, when we were in the convention center, you sat in the same spot. Every You're one of those every, every Sunday, yeah. Do you every. have a spot now in the theater? Have you found your new spot? Not yet. yet. Not, okay, good. Not yet. Because we're going to change again, so don't I get know. too comfortable. Yeah. Well, you know, everything changed, and now I'm just so happy and so proud and so glad to be part of this soul-saving army that we wow. got, you know, with the simple church going on. Mm. So The Lord's yeah, army. Yes, sir. Yeah. So to jump in, though, from where you were, not going to church for 40-plus years, to all of a sudden now you're serving and regularly doing things above and beyond, what happened there in that time from when you started going to simple church to where you started getting more involved and helping with community events and doing something? What was that process like for you? Well, because I thought at first, well, I loved the Simple Church. I loved Justin, and I'd known John for a long time. How'd you know John? I didn't know that. Well, oh. whenever him and uh, Teresa lived in <laughs> yes. off of Stockwell, they bought ice cream. Okay. Do you remember what flavor we got all the time? Butterfinger. Boom. Wow. Do you remember everybody's ice cream order? Not everybody. Okay, but a lot. A lot. Thank yeah. you for remembering. <laughs> well, yeah. but I mean, as if anyone here knows John, John is a bit of a creature of habit. Mm. Yes. Is that fair? When it's good, why do you change? <laughs> why exactly. Deviate. Exactly. It's what is your official Sunday. ice cream schedule? Do you know, top of your head, remember what, like, have you been the same route for however long you've had the truck? Yeah, 31 years. Wow. Which, I have a, <laughs> hold on, I have a question about that. <laughs> Who chooses the route of the ice cream, man? Is there, like, an ice cream man, like, guild? <laughs> where you all meet? Guild. <laughs> and, like, okay. You have quests. This, this is, is my territory. Yeah. <laughs> Or is yeah. it kind of like, you hey, turf wars? I'm going to be over in Stockwell, and the other guy's like, all right, I'll go over here. Because there is no, another no. one. There is another one, and he just goes everywhere he wants to go. He's not know. even close, no. though, but, You know, I totally messed him one time. I said, I only do three neighborhoods, Stockwell Road, Dogwood, and Country Place. Said you can go anywhere you want to go. I don't. When care. did you meet him? How did you like? Did you guys have a sit down? We didn't have a sit down. <laughs> okay. We had a, a run into. Had a standoff. Ooh. Yeah, standoff. And uh, did you whip said, out a butterfinger and say, <laughs> "Let's draw"? And, and he said, <laughs> "He said this is America. I can go wherever I want to go." Mm. Uh, That's the first time you met him. Yeah. So that he is no longer in the game. Amen. That's right. So he, I said, "You're right. You sure can." So, but if I catch you over here again, I'm going to shoot your tires out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I'm, I'm talking about. <laughs> that's why he's our ice cream man. And that ice cream man was never hurt somebody else. Women with the fishes. Yeah. That's why he saw his truck floating in koi. <laughs> woke up with a decapitated yeah, blue bunny in his yeah. bed. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, he's in there. Wow. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. That's about funny, that. though. And just for the record, we endorse Spud as the only true ice cream man. <laughs> That's right. And it I'm, is a I'm, red ice cream truck. <laughs> you yes. want to go with the red And I red. actually know uh, the other, I don't know him personally, but I have seen the other ice cream guy. Me too. And let me tell you, yeah, if I had a kid, I would only send him to Spud because the other van, little creepy. Much sketchy. Mm, yeah. Open invite. If he wants to come on the podcast and we can work this out with yeah. you, <laughs> would you come sit down with him? And, okay, and we'll let him. Please form the ice cream guild. <laughs> guild. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been an ice cream man 31 years. This summer. This, this summer will be summer. 31. Wow, but going crazy. back to, like, what made you go, because you, you came to the Simple Church with your daughters, but then what made you decide, hey, I'm going to start serving? Well, I was getting into that, but, you know, and then I loved the message. I loved the band. And it was so big. Hmm. And there were so many people. And I hadn't been to church. I didn't know hardly what anybody yeah. there, you know. And we went to a uh, volunteer meeting that John helped. Volunteer. Yeah, volunteer. And 
I, that's the only way I'm going to get to know people. And so I went to his meeting. And let's just pause right there because that's a great point. We try to encourage people that a lot of people have come for a long time. Maybe they just feel like they're too busy. It's not worth serving. They got other stuff going on. For you, it was something that you just felt inwardly of. I'm going to do something now to be a part of it. Do you remember Uh, roughly how long you were there before you decided to do Voluntour? Not very long. Okay. Not very long, but I just knew I wanted to do something. Yeah. I didn't want to just – because I really wanted to change everything. Mm. And – I That's said, the only sad. way I'm going to get to do this is if I volunteer to do something where I can get to know these people. And yeah. so anyway, and so after that, I joined, we come to find out we was uh, with Bruce doing the signs, but Bruce wasn't in charge of it then. Pat Worley was. Yeah. Shout out. Worley Bird. Yeah. And uh, so that's where I started. And then, I don't know, a few years later, Brian called me and asked me if I'd meet him for lunch. And then he asked me if I'd work with the schools. And I said, whoa, Brian, (laughs) (laughs) you know what you're doing? It's a little different than putting a sign up. Yeah, you know what you're doing here? And so we talked for a while, and I'd love to try. At that point, were you taking the ice cream truck to schools? Had you been doing that already? Yeah, I had been doing some of the schools. you had some relationships. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, I had done some field days and stuff like that. But not to the extent it is now. Right. But but now it's just. I love going to the schools and counselors and the principals and everybody's just. I think you are the most popular person that shows up because I've gone with you. Me too. To help when you've distributed these snack bags. I've helped you out with that almost every year. So, and you definitely, when Spud shows up, he's the most popular man on campus. I mean, you're Uh, the perfect personality. With with Uh, whether he has ice cream or not, it's not just because he has ice cream. Right. Oh, it's yeah. not just the ice cream. It's well, it, I yeah, love Spud himself. I love the job. I just, I'm just so blessed to be. And there to be clear, now. it's a volunteer position. It's just something you've done oh, out of this for this yeah, long time. I, it is a job, but you're retired, and right. you just choose to do this with your time. To yes, help oh, I love it. I love it. How many schools do you go to roughly? Eleven. Eleven. Okay. You got All elementary. Right. Yeah. All elementary schools. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, pretty regularly too. I'll drop them off treats for the teachers like little bowls of candy or cookies or something like that and wow. just make sure I put them in the teacher's lounge where they can have a snack or something and and then once a year we carry the ice cream truck over in the simple church page for that and we just give ice cream to the teachers and the staff which is they just love that it, they're like kids they're like little kids that's awesome. So looking back now, what do you think would have been different if you hadn't decided to start volunteering and doing that, where you'd be in life right now? If I hadn't started had doing what I decided, right. Like coming back to church? Or, yeah, volunteering. Just volunteering in general. If you wouldn't be doing what you do now, what do you think? What Do you think you'd be missing out on it? Oh, absolutely. I don't think I would be nearly enthusiastic about church because I'd just be going every Sunday <laughs> going home and well, because you're vested, yes, as they say as vested. Mm. <laughs> but every but every week now, especially when school's going on, I try to go to school. You know, the schools every day. One of the schools, and they're so receptive now. They're just so nice and so many compliments to the Simple Church. And I tell it's just not about me. It's awesome. I am not here for me. I'm here for Jesus. You know, yeah. and they're just so nice and so receptive. I think. And there's so many compliments we get on the Simple Church. That's awesome. And I will go to say for you that you are great at this role. I've seen oh, you yeah. interact. And <laughs> you do have a sales background, right? That like you're good oh, with yeah, people. And yeah. that's sometimes like, ooh, sales, it's a 
like almost skeptical, slimy feel salesman, right? <laughs> it is. That's the reputation. <laughs> hey, but, you're now used, <laughs> but you are using those things now to help influence people for Jesus, for the yeah. church, and for helping do good and yeah. using that skill set that God gave you in a way that is just, I think, a perfect fit in your great. Oh, well, thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank but you for doing it. I just, it just makes me cry. I just don't believe that there's, and I've heard this not just from, there's not a church, I would say, in the Arklatex that does as much for the community and gives back as much to the community as a simple church. Well, we're we're trying, Spud. That's what we want to be known for. That's why we're doing this podcast. Absolutely. But it really is. And I've heard so many people say that. That's awesome. God, y'all do a lot. Because John only hears bad things. People tell John all that. He needs to hear some good stuff. (laughs) Well, no, because even when it comes to snap bags, I can't tell you how many times, because I'm the one that picks up the bulk order from Sam's. And every time that I do, the next time I go to Sam's, there is someone who's helping me load an order that goes, hey, you're a simple church guy. You fed one of my, or your group has fed one of my kids. Every time. That's awesome. Or got a bike. You're part of the bike yep. group yeah, as well. And that's another thing too. And when I joined the life group, I mean, I didn't know any of those guys. And I just picked a life group. And of course, the one I picked is <laughs> quite different. Do you, do you regret <laughs> it? <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, I know we make a, we're, we're uh, sinners, Pardoned by grace. Mm, but we all are. Y'all exactly. just maybe embrace it a little more sometimes. <laughs> exactly. But now I, I I love the life group. The guys are awesome and the bikes and the golf tournament and everything that we do is just oh, I just love that. That's awesome. So, You're very involved with in that. You help fundraise yeah, all year. Yeah. You help volunteer and be a part of that. And I think what's so cool, Spud, and why we wanted to have you on here is people are listening. They're busy. They have stuff going on in their life. They're maybe not at a point where they feel like they have time in doing it, but you are an example, and we hope other people fall on that path where we offer life groups, we offer chances to serve, not because we need it. We don't have to turn our numbers in. We're not trying to make Simple Church's name bigger, but because it really does help people to have the things in life that maybe you were missing out on not going to church for all those years. Absolutely. And then yeah. it's now affecting your kids and your grandkids. Yep. Sure are. I'm and, telling you. It's and, it's just changed my whole life. and. Just that's so, awesome. And that's why we do what we do. And that's so why we want to put you on here today. And that video is great. We appreciate you sharing some of your story because there's the chance coming up partner parties next week where you can take a deeper dive into the chance. I know we haven't talked about volunteer, but the Easter's coming up is another way to volunteer oh, yeah. where normally those things get. And this is a great time to jump in, to take that step, to go and risk like, okay, I don't know what I'm going to do or putting up a sign. Does that even matter? It's the flag and Absolutely. this all stuff. Yeah. But all those steps can help you to get to a point where you really find something that's unique, rewarding to you. And again, you're a retiree. You're somebody that's right. in a different age bracket of you could do anything you want with your time. But you're choosing to do this, and it's impacting the lives now of teachers, of faculty, of kids, of your kids. And all this ripple effect that happens is because you took a step. You were brave. You took that risk. And what are people going to think? Or I'm too old to do this. And you got over that. And that's what we want oh, yeah. other people hear and see from you. So we just want to say thank you. Well, age is just a number. It anyway. is. Hey, but I'm one of those old people that still take the paper. And, yeah. I didn't even know they still oh, make them. Yeah. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> who, who is delivering your Well, paper? let me tell you what. They don't deliver it anymore. They yeah. put it on the mail truck. So okay. I, I, got, I got Sunday's paper Saturday afternoon in the mail. It's what? Just, yeah. <laughs> How'd they know the future news? Well, if you were a gambler and you got Sunday's paper Saturday, 
and had all the scores of the football games in there. This is Back to the Future, future, right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Now, this is really interesting. I did not realize that they don't deliver the paper the old way anymore. No, sir. It comes in the mail. They have enough circulation. Yeah, well, their circulation must be like four people. It's I think there's two in Dogwood. Two people? No, I don't know. But but yeah. That's intriguing. But I was, just I was like getting envelopes, that. papers. No, no, like newspaper. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Newspaper, so, Jordan. No. So, but so there's one guy <laughs> who's running all the papers over to the mill, and he's tired on his bike. Yeah, <laughs> that's no, really fun. What were you going to say about the paper? But, but anyway, Sunday's paper had a list of 24 important things that are going to happen in the year 24. Okay. Like number 17 on there was the simple church moving back to the boardwalk. We made the news. Are you serious? I'm very serious. There you go. Hey, hey number 17. And that's hey. your favorite number. Yes. And you know what 17 means in the Bible? Tell us. Numero, the new, I can't even numero, say the word. Numero <laughs> number 17, 17 means victory. Victory. Oh, well, there you go. Jesus. Yes. Uh, that means we're going to have a win this year, Spud. Absolutely. Yay. Love it. John's favorite number. Boom. Nailed it. I love That's it. awesome. If I, That's I just cool. thought that was so cool. That, that is. They, because they talked about new restaurants opening and yeah. things that were going on. And then Simple Church moving back to Boardwalk. Or a part of this community. <laughs> That's a, this, is, this is an educational podcast right, right now. Oh. And For all the three first people that read that paper. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually see the digital article of that. And oh, see, did you? Yes. Uh-huh. So, so we were in the, I think it was Shreveport Bossier Tourism Bureau put it out. Oh. And okay. so That's on the cool. internet. Spun, we get this thing on the internet. They're just promoting us. Oh, that's well, thank right. you, True Board Bowser. Thank you. <laughs> so, Spud, back to Back Man, to the I'm Future. Bad. Yes, sir. You've seen the movie before. I have. Did you see it in the theater? Oh, yeah. What First theater, run. What theater did you see it in? Do you remember? In 1985. In 1985. Where were you seen that? Wait, wait, where were you living? Were you living here? Oh, yeah. He's, then yeah. I'm going to guess. Don't guess. Let him guess. He's the one that saw it. Well, hey, he doesn't need to guess. He saw it in the well, theater. Let him guess. Oh, okay. It was the only theater in Bozier. Which oh, one was that? I know where it is. Where was that? I'm not sure, John. Uh, was it by Shed Road? So Regal 9. The Regal, what, that's it. Regal, Regal 9. 9. Okay. Yeah. Now, the reason why I bring that up is because my brother and I saw it on opening day. It came out wow. like July 5th or something, 1985. It was a summer release. We saw it at Mall St. Vincent. Okay. So I was intrigued of what theater people saw it in the first time it came out. Now, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's back up because Regal Nine didn't exist. Let's let's look that up. Because, I'm Google that right because now. I remember when they built Regal Nine because it used to be the only theater in town was fight, AMC. Fight, fight, now fight. they did have now the original movie theater Bozier is actually the where that um if you're going down to Bojack's you know that where that car wash is now, and yep. then there's that. So that is actually the original movie theater of Bozier. And the way you can tell is if you look at the architecture of the building, it has the original Art Deco swoop at the top of it for the marquee. Interesting. Yeah, there you go. There you go. A little Bozier history right there. Now we learned something. Well, I don't really remember if that, well, if Scott, that theater. What Scott? If we know. <laughs> He's known as Mr. 70%. What does that mean, John? That means he's 70% correct. Yep. Or 70% of the time he's correct. And in this one case, he is correct. Yeah. Oh, the Regal job, 9 Scott. Theater opened in the year of the Lord, 1995. Yeah. Okay. Well, 10 years that. after Back to the Future. Because when I was... Wow. Uh, well, it was... I, I'm almost purpose, almost mm-hmm. certain it was in Bozier, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it was in Bozier. Because I just remember because I was coming into high school... 
in that time. And if you were a cool kid, you worked at AMC <laughs> Theaters. That was the thing. Where was AMC? AMC was in the mall. Oh, did you work yeah. There? Pierre Bozier Mall? I did not That's work there. I was right. not a cool kid. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Scott worked at Chuck E. Cheese. I did work at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Charles. And I was cheese. Charles E. Cheese. You were? I was. He was the rat. That's awesome. Just a few times. He's a mouse. Sorry. Apologies. Were you really? I was. So for real? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My uncle uh, actually got me the job. It's Charles uh, Edward Cheese the senior. He was. He's actually, he was very high up in the old Charles E. Cheese. And uh, he helped me get a job. I was actually a video game tech for a long time. And then, but on occasions when the person who was supposed to be the rat did not show up. Mouse. Or mouse. Uh, I was, and you know, the craziest thing, which this is getting completely off track, but the kids <laughs> loved Chuck when he was on stage. The moment he comes out of that closet, he is the most hated thing in the whole it's world. like the Easter Bunny. I'm telling you, they, I would, they would run and kick me and <laughs> scream and cry. And I'm just in a suit, and you can't talk. That's one right? of the rules. You just got to walk around lumbering around the suit you can't see out of. And then, luckily, it's, you know, I was smaller then, and... So the suit's huge. So anything you ran into, you wouldn't feel it. It's kind of like wearing bounce like, off of it. Yeah, it just bounces off. But you know, like kids would just run up and punch you, and it was weird. <laughs> Who has been in a mascot costume in here before, Spud? I. Uh, what were you a mascot for? We did a church something at the schools when we were superheroes. That's oh, okay. That was the latest what, thing. What were you? Never, never been a mascot. Never been a mascot. What were you, Spud? I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> we need to make you an ice cream I mean, bar. I know. <gasps> that would be but cool. I got a good memory, Scott. It's just short. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line. I'm going to use that. Jordan, have you ever been a mascot? No. We did school spirit when I was an intern at our old church, and I had to dress up in the Elm Grove Eagle for a day. Uh, it was middle uh, school BO on top of uh, being 100 degrees uh, in summer. It's terrible. My one mascot I was. A, I was. Uh, <laughs> I was... Speaking of our old church, I was Cupid. Oh, I remember Rose. that. You can't uh, unsee Scott in a diaper. And oh. literally in a diaper. <laughs> wow. Oh, yep, my God. At the old, at the that old should church. be illegal. Well, on that it was note. different back then. <laughs> <laughs> back to Spud. So, Spud, we want you to talk to our audience real quick, and we'll wrap up and let you get back to doing good. But if there's somebody out there that has been a part of the church, maybe they haven't volunteered in a while, they're looking to maybe get back in, or they're not sure, what would you say to somebody that, maybe is in your stage of life and then maybe what somebody had wish you had said when you were younger about what you think of meant to you and what they should do. Well, I would just urge you to go ahead and join something, one of the life groups or volunteer for something and get to know people, get to know who all is there. Cause I know it's a huge church, but there's so many opportunities to serve others. It's just do it, you know, just join well, a life see, group. Hold on. And you, you hit it right on the head because one of the things that people have said in the past is that we're just so big. But then you just, you completed that by saying when you do something and you join the life group, it makes that big group small. And that's where you make those connections by giving back and being a part of that. And that's where you made your connections with your life group. Absolutely. And how you made that big group very small. And there's so many people now that I call to help me with school lunches and things that we're doing at the schools, the volunteers. Yep. And the ladies and the gentlemen show up at the schools and we serve lunch to the to the faculty and all. And I know it means a lot to those teachers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They get yeah, they they love it. Yeah. You know, they just need a treat sometimes. They got a tough and job. And that someone cares. 
Yes, right? That exactly. you show up. You're a face yeah. of that. And Justin said yesterday, right. so we can't solve every problem, but we should try to solve some. Some. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing that. Well, we're trying. Thankful we're trying. for you. Yes. God bless Absolutely. those teachers. And then volunteering-wise, I know you talked about volunteer, but coming up with Easter in the next couple months, you'll be hearing more and more. It's a chance to jump in and then move into the new building. There'll be all kinds of opportunities, yep. so stay tuned, and we'd love for you to take that step, jump in. I know a bunch of people are already serving at the boardwalk and being helpful at the theater, trying new things. We're super grateful for that. So thank you. We'll put a link in the thank show notes to know what's coming up, and you can find Spud on Sunday now. Don't call him James. <laughs> call him Spud, the ice cream man. Spud Hopefully it'll warm up here soon and we'll get you out in the truck again. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, Do thank you. It is a little cold for ice cream. It is. It what, is. Jordan was saying, though, he thinks that ice cream consumption goes up in the winter. Yeah, I read somewhere one time that it, more people buy ice cream in the winter than they do in the summer. But you know where you did not read it? A newspaper. <laughs> not read it in the newspaper. I miss getting the paper. My dad got it. It brings back memories. It there does. you go. All right. It. And one last thing before we wrap up, John Hagler, we just need car talk for a minute with the yes. DeLorean yesterday. Yes. We mm. kind of got sidetracked earlier, but how was it for you getting to be in the DeLorean, your experience with DeLoreans there, and going and having the car yesterday? You know, I, I didn't think I ever wanted to do it, but once I got to do it, it was pretty freaking awesome. It wasn't on my bucket list or right. something. Not like, a high up on your like car dream in list. The, you know, in the time machine. But it was pretty cool. And the guys that brought it in from Dallas were amazing. That's they awesome. were awesome guys. Young guys. They drive Just it here or trailer shop. it here? They trailer, trailer. it here. Um, and they have classic cars. Yeah, that they, they do. They have a business uh, in Dallas-Fort Worth that leases cars, cars to weddings and you know special events. And they said that they've owned that car for about a year and a half. And they said it's their number one requested vehicle. That's really? Awesome. And they, yes. Justin asked, did you build it? And said, no, we just bought it on eBay. Bought it on <laughs> eBay. Literally, literally on a whim. Yep, we're just on eBay, eBay and we're like, yeah, because it, it's cheap. And he's like, all right, let's do it. But it's very, uh, very accurate. I mean, it's, it's got all the right parts and pieces in it, but it is not one of the movie cars. It is a replica. Oh. I was telling the guys in staff meeting, there's only three original DeLoreans that were from used the movie. in the movie. They were actually used in the movie. One's in the Peterson Museum in California. One's in a private collection. And the third one was cut up for the second movie to do interior shots. It's a shame. So wow. of the three cars, only two exist to this day. When did actual DeLoreans like come to market? Do you know? Uh, late seventies, they were designed okay. and came out. I think in the early eighties. I want to say nineteen eighty-three. So I think it's earlier than that. I think it's a little earlier than Scott's that. Scott's got to look it up there, but that is very yes. cool. Thank you to those guys coming out, and we'll be able to hopefully work with them again with something. You said they were great to work with. They were. The they were awesome. there. But one thing I was going to say about John, Come on. Uh, back when I was working, I won't say the brand or anything, uh, but I knew John loved cars, and we had a liquor car come to town, and they had the race car had the tires. So I got John the tires yes, off did. of this race car. And like you them stole up. them or they were passing them no, out? They, <laughs> no, they, they, I won them. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Little sales contest. It's Bud, do you remember what number car they came off of? Gosh, no, John. The number 17. And John's favorite it number. Was. Here we go again. Uh, well, Who was the was driver? Matt Kenseth. Matt Kenseth. Was driving the car at that time. Oh. And it was the number 17 car. I still have that tire. Do you really? I do. And it has a number 17 in chalk on the tire because you had to mark each of your tires. Each team did because Goodyear mounts all of them up at the track. So every team has their number on the tire, uh, and it goes the number seven. He left it by my garage. He surprised me one day. That's awesome. It is a cherished item. Is it in your shop now? It's actually in my son-in-law's shop okay. now. He dressed up his garage, and I bequeathed uh, it to the next house. generation. There you go. There it just you keeps go. giving. Spurs. There you go. DeLoreans, do you got an update for us? I do. It, was, uh, it came to market in 1981. Okay. 
was uh, designed and started production in 75 and ended in 1982. <laughs> yes. Only one year? Yeah, 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 yeah because uh, John DeLorean was uh, caught up in a drug trafficking sting Went operation. Yep. Yikes. But, interesting news on the front, DeLorean still exists as a man in Texas, Umpel, Texas, suburb of Houston, Liverpool-born mechanic Steve Wynn ha- uh, now owns DMC bought it in 95 and he bought the entire remaining parts inventory. And you can wow. buy a new one today yep. that he builds from those parts. Yep. And really? But really? Yes. The only thing, but he did not get the rights to DeLorean Motor Company. So he has his own special DMC logo. Yes. Hmm. Wow. There you go. There you go. So I was thinking about this last night and see if you agree with me or not. What would be the car if they were going to make a movie in 2024 mm. that you would say this is so futuristic and cool that would be a time machine? It would probably be something electric. I said Cybertruck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would probably be, be a good car. It's, it's also Rivian. stainless steel. Yep. So you got the same look. That'd probably same be an style. excellent. They rebooted the movie. Speaking of your son-in-law, we <laughs> did learn something interesting. Do you know what they suggested you clean your DeLorean with? No. Gasoline. In the actual owner's manual, they say wipe it down with gasoline. Why? I oh, guess because stainless steel, it cleans very well with a petroleum-based oh fuel. It does make it slightly flammable. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why they don't make them anymore. That's right. He's doing drugs and he wrote that manual. Yeah. But all, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but And also, the DeLorean was a terrible vehicle. <laughs> Looked cool, but absolutely Functional. Terrible. Yeah. Reliability was poor. Yeah. Had Build quality engine. was poor. Yes, yeah. so John, you, you said you could have one made. You now? can have a you can yeah. have a new one built from existing parts. How much today. would that be? I have no uh, idea. Maybe it's in the it's, article. Um, it didn't say. I can tell you that the original MSRP was twenty five thousand dollars, which in today's money is about seventy grand. I was gonna say, yeah, is that mm-hmm. adjusted? Yeah, well, that's, that's just like a truck yeah, or so anything else right. now, though. Yeah, well, it doesn't give a price because it all depends on how um how you want it built. So, because they do it's everything, custom. yeah, they can do everything. Just send you a shell, um, to doing the whole thing. But they do not use the Renault engine; they use a six-cylinder. Thank now. the Lord. Yeah, because it was a terrible <laughs> for the engine. best. Because I jokingly told him in staff meeting that you know in the movie that we all saw, except for Spud last night. <laughs> in several places in the movie, the car is known for not wanting to start at very critical oh. times. Well, true to form. The one yesterday did not want to start. The actual one we had yes. pictures for, yeah. When they went to go display it, it did not want to start. So they had to use starting fluid and took a lot of effort to get the thing to crank up. And they said, it's just a temperamental little beast. <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually what we call Scott, too. And that's a good note to end. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure you subscribe. Each week, get the new episode of Backstage with the Simple Church. And thanks for coming, James Spud Wilson. James Spud Wilson. That's right. That's right. Thank thanks you for having me. John Hagler returning. Mm. Good to be back, Good to be <laughs> buddy. And Jordan, pretty quiet today, but he was over there. I'm here, Jordan. You had your first, well, not your first, but another podcast sighting today. Yeah, I did. That's right. You got recognized. You're I that did. guy from Bye. the podcast. Yep, Blake's mom. Yep, Amy, Amy the regular listener, the regular in Hawaii. from said, Hawaii. You're Jordan yeah. from yeah, the Amy. podcast. I said, nope. Yeah, Amy Hawaiian Lawson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if we can only be as famous as Jordan one, one day, day. Nope. we can all hope. Thank one you. Bye bye. Bye. One day. <laughs> <laughs>